0: You're listening to the Save the Marriage podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. I was on a phone call just the other day, and the woman said, you know what, I've come to believe that marriages just are not long-term, they're not functional, marriages bring out the worst in each other and I said well that's an interesting belief and she said well I know I said it's a belief but it's it's just truth and I said well that's an interesting belief and she said no no I think that's truth and I said well that's an interesting belief and she said no I believe that to be true and I said I believe that to be a limiting belief. Limiting beliefs are that place that we hold within us, that we believe to be true. In fact, it becomes invisible to us. Beliefs are assumptions and understandings we have that shape what we see. I want you to think about how that happens, because a lot of times you hear people say, I'll believe it when I see it. But in reality, it's I'll see it when I believe it. You can't see things when you don't believe in the possibility of it. And then we reinforce what we already believe with confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is the term that researchers use for the fact that we look for evidence that supports what we already believe and we discount the evidence that begins to go against what we already believe. Now, you can look around in culture and see how that has worked so well. Just think about the people who believe things just the opposite of you politically or religiously or some other way, and you'll realize that you're probably convinced that they just see things wrong, that they're wrong about their beliefs. And you can find lots of evidence to back your side up. There's only one problem. So can they. So they're looking at the same evidence and drawing a different conclusion because they have a confirmation bias that brings it into their lives. Think about it like your Facebook feed. When you start reading stories on Facebook, Facebook is looking to see what you already like, and then they feed you more of what you already like. They don't feed you articles that might challenge what you believe. They feed you articles that you keep clicking on to read, and that's confirmation bias in a bubble but it happens throughout our lives. And so we begin to look for evidence. The woman I was talking to was convinced that her husband uh, had some deep-seated issues and she would name off the times that she'd seen that in play. And I began to ask, are there times when you see it differently? Are there times when you see him acting different than what you just told me? And she said, Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he used to be really, and she would name off things that were exact opposite of what she just named. And I said, well, when do you think things change? And she said, well, I'm guessing this is what he really was. And he was trying to fool me before. And I said, what if it's the other way? You know, what if he's really the other way and he's just acting in certain ways that make you feel the opposite? And she said, I don't believe that's the case. And I said, that's my that's my whole point, that the beliefs that you're carrying are impacting how you relate to each other. And the limiting beliefs are what are limiting your marriage. All perspectives are limited. Let me just say that whatever beliefs that any of us have, they are limited by our own capacity of seeing broadly. That's just human nature that every perspective we have has some place that it can be broadened. And so one of the things that I always try to do is kind of hold loosely to my beliefs, Not that I'm willing to believe anything, but I'm willing to let that be challenged. At least I try to let that be challenged. I don't always succeed, and sometimes I'll start with no. I don't want to hear that. But I try to back up and say, yes, tell me more. I try to understand where somebody is coming from and try to see what's behind their belief system as a way of broadening it. We all have beliefs, and those beliefs are fairly broad. Those beliefs are about relationships, roles in relationships, gender tendencies in relationships, about marriage itself, about what it means to be in a commitment, about trust, respect, about love. And all of those are limited by nature. For instance, some people believe that relationships are just, just destined for failure. It's just not going to be able to continue. Some people believe that relationships are only as good as what you can get out of them. What have you done for me lately? Some people believe that relationships are going to end up being hurtful and painful because that's where they've been in the past. Some people believe that roles in a relationship are very clearly defined. And sometimes those roles are defined by gender lines. And other people believe that that shouldn't have any bearing at all. And both are convinced that they are exactly accurate. Or how about around marriage? There are some people who believe that uh, marriage uh, is just kind of a painful slog through adulthood required for you to make it through. Other people believe that marriage is the heart and soul of their adult life, that they are committed to this other person. Other people find somewhere kind of in the middle of that. Some people believe that you have to find mm-hmm. the one person in the world that is perfect for you. Other people believe that maybe you just try out a series of people to see which one and there's people who are kind of in the middle that You find somebody, and they are the one that you're choosing to go through the rest of your life with. That's a belief system. Some people believe commitment is based on how long you want to stay committed. Other people believe that commitment, once you make it, is solid. Those are beliefs. Some people believe that trust is something that has to be earned. Some people, like me, believe that trust is a gift that you have to give when it is earned and respected, right? And so there are all these different beliefs that are below the surface. The problem is we all live with limiting beliefs. That's the nature of life. Beliefs change when you see they no longer work for you. Years ago, back in the 80s, this whole idea of paradigms kind of hit the popular scene. It'd been behind the scenes, behind the scenes of many discoveries in science for a long time. Basically, a paradigm is a way of viewing the world. And so there are paradigms that cultures have or groups have within the culture. And these paradigms shape how they go about business. So if you think about how many times science has suddenly had a whole new outlook or a whole new field of study emerge, you see the paradigm issue at hand. One of the most often quoted paradigm shifts is believing that, uh, that the earth was the center of the universe. This was you know, many years ago and the earth, uh, centuries ago, and the earth was the center of the universe and the sun would go over and the moon would go over and the stars would go over. And that was the belief that we were the center of the universe. And suddenly several people, several scientists said, you know, that doesn't really fit observations. I believe that we are going around the sun, which is the center of the universe. There was a shift that happened. And once it happened, there were some struggles along the way. But basically once a scientist realized that the sun was not going around the earth, but the earth around the sun, they didn't go back and see it the other way. Then one time they realized that the sun was not the center of the universe. The sun was just one of many and that we were all moving through the bigger universe. And there was another shift in science at that point. We have these multiple times when when the change happens. And so when we get to Newtonian physics, we suddenly have a shift, a new paradigm When we get to quantum physics, it didn't get rid of Newtonian physics. In that case, it added on and broadened the perspective. And so sometimes paradigms are completely turned around, and other times they're modified by new understanding. And as you go through, you keep trying to broaden that understanding. Part of the task of life is realizing that when you get to the end of your paradigm, you have to make a shift. You have to find a new way of understanding things to broaden that limited perspective. When we hold on to a limited belief system tightly, we tend to find ourselves in trouble. That tends to be the kind of the message of of limited beliefs is that we hold on to them way too long and they keep us in trouble way too long. It's possible that you're recognizing that you have some limited beliefs in your relationship. If you're not thinking that right now, let me assure you that you have some limiting beliefs in what can happen in your marriage. I don't know what they are. I just know that you have some limiting beliefs. I would love it if you discover what those limiting beliefs are because limiting beliefs create the limits of what can happen in a relationship. Sometimes you're expecting more than's possible there and sometimes you don't know what could be possible there and either end the relationship is limited. If you don't know what it could be you can't move in that direction. If you're expecting too much, you're constantly disappointed and frustrated with what's going on. And either one keeps the relationship limited. Let me suggest to you that if a marriage right now is in trouble and limited, it is based in limited beliefs that don't allow you to grow the relationship to a better place. I created a while back A way of changing your limited beliefs and how it applies to marriage. It's one of those topics that I'm actually working on right now in my writing as I'm writing about how to get unstuck. Part of getting unstuck is changing your limited beliefs. But you already have access to a process of changing your limiting beliefs. I've written it up already. If you'll go to savethemarriage.com slash book, that's savethemarriage.com slash book, you'll find a link to my book, How to Save Your Marriage in Three Simple Steps. Those three simple steps are based in my three C's of connecting, changing yourself, and creating a new path. Along the way of getting to that, those steps, you often have to understand your limitations. And so I created a whole section in that book on how to change your limiting beliefs a step at a time. How to discover your limiting beliefs, how to challenge your limiting beliefs, and how to change them to something else. If you're interested in that and you realize that there are probably some limiting beliefs that are lurking behind the surface, and I'll guarantee you there are for all of us, Go check it out at savethemarriage.com slash book. savethemarriage.com slash book. I can't tell you what your limiting beliefs are because there are a myriad of possibilities. Just know that they are keeping you stuck and there are ways to get around that. Again, savethemarriage.com slash book. This is Lee Balkum, wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.